0: Welcome to Carcon Carne. I'm James Van Ostel. I'm recording this on Saturday, February 11th, which means this will be the last episode I record before voting closes for the Chicago Reader's Best of 2022 survey. Carcon Carne is up for best music podcast in the Chicago area, and it's something I would love your vote for. Voting closes at noon on Wednesday. Go to chicagoreader.com slash best to show your support. And obviously there are a kajillion categories, you can vote on lots of uh, cool and worthy candidates for each. But thank you in advance for your support. So as I'm recording today, it is a perfectly gorgeous sunny day. I'm in Tinley Park recording this right now. There is not a cloud in the sky. It's February, which means this is all an illusion. It's temporary. We know in the Midwest that this is subject to change. Sooner or later, it'll be snowing, freezing cold, freezing rain, some combination of all of those. Winters in the Midwest are brutal, and they're especially brutal for homeowners. Their gutters, windows, and doors take a beating all season long, and then come springtime, enter wind and hail, causing all sorts of further damage. If you are a homeowner and you think damages could qualify you for a roof and or siding replacement through your insurance company, you should talk to my friends first, my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. They'll give you a free nine-point inspection of your property exterior before you call the insurance company. Let them assess any damages you may have, and they can walk you through the steps of a claim hassle-free. They're an accredited member of the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating, and all their contractors are licensed, bonded, and insured. They use the highest quality materials available at no additional charge to you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, call them 224 677-6149. If you missed that, just rewind. Also, suburbanroofingandsiding.com. So, Carcon Carne is also brought to you by a book. Who doesn't love reading? 90 Days in the 90s. This is a trip back. It's something that will feel instantly familiar to anyone who lived in or around Chicago in the 1990s. Darby, Who owns a record store, which is kind of a dream job? Uh, Darby gets to go back in time. She takes the gray line in the book. It's not part of the current CTA transit system, though it would be awfully cool if it were. The gray line takes her back to the 1990s in Chicago, and she relives everything. And then, of course, she has a choice does she go back? Does she stick around? Fun book to read. You can tear through this. That's how fun it is. 90 Days in the 90s, written by Andy Fry. You can get it on Amazon, or if you want it autographed and personalized, Go to 90daysonthen90s.com. Not sure about the personalized. Autograph for sure. Uh, the, yeah, these microphones. They're nice microphones, but they're very persnickety about stuff, and you need to... Like every microphone I ever made. Like every microphone, exactly. Wait, what was Can that God word?
1: Say. I've never heard, yeah. really? heard of
0: it.
2: Persnickety? Persnickety?
0: Really? I don't even know why I said that. That's such like a 1940s word. I don't know. <laughs> that's an awesome word. It's an old-timey word. word. <laughs> It's like the like. least metal thing I could have said in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which
2: makes it the most metal thing I right. could possibly say. In an odd twist. it does.
0: <laughs>
2: All right, you ready to go? Absolutely. Sure. Let's
3: do it. It's car con
1: carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car
2: con carne.
0: things that i think everyone can agree on beer live music metal cats uh feed the beasts is a metal themed cat rescue benefit happening february 18th at sound growler brewing company in tinley park 8201 183rd right off uh that's off harlem right Mm -hmm. yeah okay about a mile away from harlem in the car with me i have the organizers the people who are making this happen feed the beasts nikki and dan are in the back seat Hi, everybody. Hey. hey! To my right, if you're watching, uh, that is Jonathan Grimm. John is here. He made a special print for the show. He is an artist. He does really cool metal-as-fuck stuff. Metal-as-fuck visuals. <laughs> I was going to ask if we were
3: allowed to swear. Now I know.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> all bets are off. And because we're at Sound Growler, we have street tacos because that's what they're known for. Besides beer, is kick-ass Mexican food, like tacos and uh, stuff. Absolutely
2: some of the best in the Southside.
0: So as we talk about Feed the Beast, let's eat some tacos. This right here, it may look like a small bag, but it's heavy. It's dense with tacos, and uh, who wants to be re- you, you want to be responsible for I the taco distribute. distribution? John, you're abstaining from tacos.
2: I'm abstaining from tacos right now. Yes, I, I ate a bunch before you guys got here. Okay, I got, I, I got here early, so you'll come, you'll come back to tacos eventually. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm here at least once a week, give or take, and it's I'm, I'm, I'll always be full of tacos and beer.
0: This is such a great place, and we're here on a uh, Saturday in February. It shouldn't look and feel as nice as it, as it does outside. Like, no, is it's a,
2: really nice today, surprisingly. It's
0: a very non-metal day. It, <laughs> it is. It's sunny and wholesome. We're here in the afternoon. It should be dark and dreary, but it's not.
2: No, I'm okay with that, though. Well, We're, we're okay doing with it that.
0: for the cats. So let's start with well the event, again, February 18th at Sound Growler. It is Feed the Beasts. It is a cat rescue benefit for Feed the Beasts. Let's talk about what Feed the Beasts is. Let's talk about the organization. I'll throw it I'll throw it to the back seat to Dan and Nikki.
3: Here's your tacos, sir. Okay, so I guess w- what it is is not an organization because it's just a couple people that just saw some cats that needed help and said, "Hey, we got to do something." I guess. <laughs> so, but but it is kind of because without the help of all the people that have sent us food and supplies and stuff, we couldn't have been doing what we're doing. So I guess, okay, maybe it is an organization, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, now you it. a chaotic one, <laughs> it's I guess. a community. Yeah, a community. We've
1: got a community of support that we literally couldn't do it without. Yeah. Um, you know, friends and family that have supported us from day one, and it we literally couldn't do it without them. So, so when
3: did you start doing this? Um... Well, it, it started when we moved in to our place uh, out here in Madsen, and uh, that we just noticed all these cats everywhere. And so we started rescuing them and learned how to do TNR and vetting them and getting them homes and TNR, stuff. TNR, TNR is uh, trap, neuter, return. Um, so yeah, you, you catch them, you get them vetted, so spayed, neutered, they get an ear tip. So that way, if, well, when you let them back go, if you let them back go, if they're very feral, um, then people will know that they have been fixed, so they don't need to catch them. They know they're being uh, taken care of by caretakers. Um, and they get a microchip so if they are picked Mm. up you know they'll know that too um but uh, for the most part we have socialized them and found them homes so the ones that were very feral we would send them to barns where they're taken care of like they can't get adopted they can't go to a shelter because they'll just sit there because they're just too hostile to get adopted Mm -hmm. so um yeah what was i saying
0: (laughs) no you you said plenty there and (laughs) i'm going to interrupt you real quick because uh you just as uh, this was starting you just handed me Pastor, El Pastor Tacos. Is that
3: a flask? What it? Oh, that's Hits. the camera. <laughs> you're pouring whiskey on your yeah, this is the <laughs> Open carry rules mean nothing to this
0: podcast. <laughs> and you have Beyond Tacos in the backseat. Yes, Heck yep. okay. I love that. So mm-hmm. if you're vegan and you, you want to partake in tacos as you're drinking beer here at SoundGrowler, go nuts. Heck yeah, they have oh, multiple they have options, options too.
3: Yeah, they have the El Pastor and the Beyond Meat. Oh, I
0: love well, that. Uh, so you said there were just a lot of cats where you were? Like- oh,
3: yeah, yeah. That's where I was. So, so yeah, um, it started with that. And then so, you know, I was on Facebook one day and I saw a friend post that he was trapping some kittens out in Joliet. How, how do you trap a cat? Oh, well, with traps. <laughs> so there's these, like, it's like a box. and um,
0: Wait, like, like Wile E. Coyote trying to trap the Roadrunner? No, like but stick we with do
3: have one that's like that. It's like <laughs> the box that falls down when you pull the string. With, okay. uh, that's our that's our secondary trap. But <laughs> the like, acne <laughs>
0: traps.
1: Yes, uh-huh.
3: yeah, that's how I explain it to people. Like, they it's in the cartoons. Yeah, know?
1: they call it a drop trap, and it's one of the most successful versions we have. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's, I
2: still say you need to raise funds for a net gun, but that's just me, <laughs> so.
3: <laughs> Working on it, John. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, this trap that it's like a box that opens on one end, and you put the food at the other end, and there's this trip plate that they step on, and it shuts the trap when they're in, so they don't get hurt at all. It's totally humane and cool. Then so,
0: I, I think it takes a certain type of person to decide I want to dedicate what little free time I have, because as adults we don't have a lot of free time. The fact that we're all here together on a Saturday, I think, is pretty remarkable. To devote free time to uh, taking care of these cats that you don't have any long-term attachment to this is just something you felt was a calling
3: i just i I just don't get how people can ignore it you know like i saw them like i showed up to help um this person trap these kittens and i saw that there was like 30 cats around and i'm like dude it's cool that you're helping the kittens but you really got to get the adults because that's the root of the problem otherwise they're just going to keep popping out more babies and you know it's too much at that point. So yeah, it just started with that. And then then every corner corner I would turn, there were more cats and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is overwhelming, but Mm -hmm. people kept helping us. So, you know, I was like, well, as long as I have the help, might as well keep doing it. So,
0: so as we're talking about this benefit, the feed the beast benefit at Soundgrowler is the goal just to kind of keep up with everything is the goal to scale up your efforts.
3: Um, yeah, we're just going to we're We're kind of really playing it by ear. We don't really know what we're doing. So <laughs> yeah, we're, we just uh, every cat we see, you know, we, we can't say no. Like I said, you got to keep helping them because really nobody else wants to do it. And it's really sad. Like they think someone else is going to do it. So uh, part of actually what we want to do is education. We want to um, teach people how to do this themselves because, yeah, we are just two people. We can't can't keep rescuing all the cats in the world on our own. So yeah, that is part of our plan.
2: And a large large portion of it is also is like what people don't seem to realize they think there's some magical government money coming from this mm-hmm. they do this all out of their own pocket right it's literally their money they make from their jobs whatever spare they have which is so not a lot, that, which is not a lot. <laughs> so that that's that's the point of the fundraiser it's like just help them out get a couple extra bucks in their pockets so we can keep do, so they can keep doing this and just, you know, just to help people realize, like, the people that do this kind of thing, they're not getting some magical government grant money. They're doing it because, well, they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and but they're, they they're care. Ha- they're passionate. Exactly. So that, that that's really the whole point of the thing. You know, educate people up, get people more familiar with it. Um, Arturo, the owner here at Soundgrawler, he's been wanting to do more work within the community. Metal, everything like that, you know. Just to really get, it, it, when you have a small business, you rely entirely upon the good grace of the community you serve, sure. in. whether that's a brewery, art, or a cat rescue, if we don't all have help, we don't all do this. It's as simple as that.
0: And a good craft brewery is absolutely reflective of the community. It is part oh, of the community, without a doubt. And that's what we're seeing here at Soundgrowler. I do want to say, speaking of Soundgrowler, the El Paso store is delicious. It's kind of charred or, or crunchy on the outside mm-hmm. tender on the inside and it's spicy this is a delicious street taco you this it? is the real thing yeah, yeah. it is
2: absolutely legit my, my favorite personally are the chicken tacos but the al pastor are fantastic
0: oh my god okay
1: <laughs> we're only 10 minutes from here and i'm pretty sure this is the first time i've tried their tacos and these are ridiculous
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: yeah we were sad when we missed their kitchen time last time we were here
2: Oh, yeah. Last last, last time you guys came, like, five minutes after the kitchen closed. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So, again, this event, beer, tacos, live music. Let's talk a little bit about the bands. Now, Nikki and Dan, as you were putting this together, did you personally, like, recruit the bands who are playing?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I actually do some booking on my own, so I already have a, a large list accumulated of bands, and these are all ones that I like, and um, they just happen to have cat-themed names, so <laughs> it works with the <laughs> <laughs> works with the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're all really awesome, and they've been super gracious about promoting it, and um, they're excited to play, and they're all kind of different. It's not it's not all just straight metal. Um, you've got like psych rock opening up mm-hmm. the Hellcats. They're they're kind of Kind of a kind of rock-ish.
0: Well, by their own definition, a little aggression, a dash of dance, and a big bowl of THC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and,
3: and their singer, she's awesome. She has so much energy, so she's going to run that for sure. Going to open it up with some power.
0: And then Black Hat Manor, mm-hmm. their prog... Prog punk. Prog punk metal band. salt. Mm-hmm. Sold.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're actually coming uh, from a little ways to, to do this. Also, I believe they're about two hours away. Oh wow! Yeah, so they're taking they're making a hike out just for this. So it's pretty cool.
0: And then we have the feral ghosts. So Hellcats opens, Black Hat Manor is in the middle, and the feral ghosts mm-hmm. bring the whole thing to a close. Yep. But tell me about the feral ghosts.
3: They're awesome. They they're like they're a mesh of things. They they can be a little bit dancey, a little bit industrial, uh, a little bit. Uh, post-rock-ish vibe. Um, they're dark, heavy as hell. spooky, and heavy as hell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: awesome. Best way to end the night.
0: <laughs> All of the above. Mm-hmm. And a portion of the beer sales will go to the Beast. I believe that's also true of the food. Um, Tortilla Hands is probably the, the, the gateway beer here at Growler. Tortilla
2: Hands is a fantastic beer.
0: It, that, that's a good starter point. If, you, if you're maybe overwhelmed by craft beer options. Yeah, no,
2: it's it's a solid lager and you get a after you take a, after you take your drink, you get a really nice like hit of an actual tortilla like on your palate afterwards, which is really nice. It's like a gift with purchase. It really is. It's <laughs> like especially if you're pairing it with tacos. Oh yeah. They go together perfect.
0: All right, let's talk about your involvement, John. Yeah. So you did a special print for the show. I, I guess what is your involvement
2: with this? Uh, well, I've been, Nikki and Dan have been like some of my best friends for probably over 10 years now. And mostly I'm just gruff and cranky and I was tired of her <laughs> being broke all the time. So I'm like, why don't we, why don't we, like I, I, I know most of the brewery owners in the area because I do artwork for a lot of them. And I'm heavy into the metal scene. So I figured, you know, why don't we ask them if we can come in one day and do a fundraiser. So we asked Arturo up here and he was more than gracious enough to set us up with with, with a date let us use the, the brewery for you know for all this and i mean i'm just helping organize a little bit john
3: won't admit it but he loves cats
2: john does not love cats john is highly <laughs> allergic to cats john loves you guys but not so much the cats but I'm, I'm happy the cats are doing good don't get me wrong i have no ill will towards the cats <laughs> i just i i don't want to touch the cats because they make my eyes itch
1: <laughs> well john's support has been been instrumental this entire time but he's a good example of kind of why we went with the metal theme with our whole cat mission is because metalheads get
2: passionate of, about everything well yeah that, <laughs> absolutely that but within we don't the do community, halfway i imagine
1: <laughs> right within the community people think they're spooky and scary and and mean and whatever and but different w- yeah but once you get to know the community you realize that metalheads are generally very sweet people and most of them love animals and you don't see it until you like enter the community and get to know people and we decided to go with the metal theme because
2: i don't know they
3: and john drew the metal cat logo yeah oh yeah absolutely And a special print
2: just for so what's the, print? the event. Uh, the print is a, the, the, the print was not drawn specifically for this event. The print is actually one, one I already red. had. It's a cat-headed Baphomet. Yes. So very it is <laughs> about as metal as you can possibly yes. get. Mm-hmm. But I did a special release of this print in red, which I'm not going to be releasing again. So we've got about uh, 20 to 25 of those that are going to be for awesome. sale at the event.
0: Oh, I love it. Now, for people who are maybe just listening to this episode, not watching, they're probably thinking, hey, listening to John's voice, how come he doesn't have his own podcast?
3: <laughs> yeah, John. Um, uh,
2: John has been told that before, and John is a freelance artist. That is my only job. That takes up an awful lot of time. So that is why John does not have his own podcast at the moment. <laughs> Fair. And, uh, as we're but thank you. As we're
0: recording this on the 11th, You are still a couple days, right? A couple days away from funding or finishing up your Kickstarter.
2: Uh, Yes, I've got a Kickstarter going right now for anyone interested. It is a dark fantasy coloring book because I hate drawing in color. So (laughs) since I do mostly black and white anyways, I had people bothering me. They wanted to color it. So I made my own coloring book. It's on Kickstarter right now. If you go to JonathanGrimArt.com, Grim with two Ms, you can find all the relevant links to everything right there. I'm a backer and I appreciate so that cool. thank you very much I hope you enjoy it I,
0: I don't want to color it though
2: oh uh, you don't <laughs> have to I, what, what I keep telling people is you can buy two if you buy two you can just have one not to color and one you can color in and that benefits you and totally not me
0: that's like the comic book speculators <laughs> market of the 90s You buy the, oh, buy, buy two poly issues, of by two by two polybagged issues one to leave bagged and then the other to re- to read
2: that's exactly it I, when i was a kid it's like oh it's got a chromium cover that must be worth money someday let's grab two of those and it turns out not so much
0: yeah how many adventures of superman number 700 did oh, you actually need oh so many
2: <laughs> all the black bag death of superman issue oh yeah oh. and i think and mm. since
0: we're all music people in the car I, I think you'd agree i feel like the vinyl market is kind of at that speculator level that comic books were at oh it absolutely
2: is everyone's doing so many different color variations and everyone wants to collect even if it's not a remaster it's just a brand new you know just a brand new pressing and maybe it has weed in the pressing now we have to go buy this we have no choice in the matter it's the collector's market there's always a collector's market for everything
0: well i feel like kind of like the comic book market in the 90s there will be a bottoming out
2: oh there's a bottoming out of everything but the nice thing about that is you get to collect some cool stuff you get to have fun it's a hobby and eventually it comes back like right now comic book collecting is honestly as far as variant covers go it's equal if not larger than it was in the 90s and people don't realize it because the market's not quite as big Mm -hmm. but you have comic books out there right now that have 10, 12 variant covers. It's madness, it's so much fun.
0: What's funny, listening to you talk, you position yourself as gruff and cranky, you're kind of a glass half full guy. Oh, You're I, a I, walking I am, contradiction.
2: I, I, <laughs> I try to be aggressively positive because I spent the majority of my life aggressively negative and I'm trying to balance that out.
3: He's a big teddy bear. Mm.
2: That's
0: what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me you're a big teddy bear
2: <laughs> I've been called worse by better it's all right
0: <laughs> all right so again just to recap uh, those tacos were great yeah
3: they were fantastic mm-hmm. food here mm-hmm.
0: and the the one regret I have is the limitation of the car we couldn't wash the tacos down with beer that that's the,
2: the nice thing is the brewery's still open when that the, camera goes off fair so. <laughs>
0: that's true uh okay so again sound growler Brewing Company is at 8201 183rd Street in Tinley Park really easy to get to off 80. Uh, For people who maybe aren't in the southwest suburbs, it's like going to the Hollywood uh, Casino Amphitheater. Super easy. Right down the street. 57 to 80, you're basically there. Piece of cake. Um, Sound Brewing on the 18th. It is for Feed the Beast to help raise money to feed and vaccinate cats to get them adopted. There will be beer. There will be tacos. There will be live music from the Hellcats, Black Cat Manor, and the Feral Ghosts. There'll be a special print for the show from Jonathan Grimm. It'll be, and we
2: will also have a large number of raffle baskets Ooh, nice. donated from local businesses, local bands, local artists. Oh, I'm, I'm organizing all the baskets right now. We've got vinyl, we've Ooh. got CDs, we've got T-shirts from bands, we've got jewelry, necklaces from artists, journals. Um, I'm I'm I put together a basket myself of my tarot deck, my art book. Nice. There's going to be amazing raffle. All the raffle tickets Some are only five bucks tickets, a piece. A tattoo gift
3: certificates. Yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. you know,
2: tattoo gift certificates, concert tickets. Mm-hmm. These are going to be serious raffle baskets, folks. So make sure you come out. Five bucks get you a ticket. You can you can bid on what you can put your raffle ticket in whatever item you like. So that way you're not going home with like like bath salts when you wanted the vinyl. You know, you you choose what you raffle for. I love that. Yeah, yeah because
0: because exactly. <laughs> so. Let's say in the sad or awful chance that someone can't make this event on on the 18th, which perish the thought, but let's say someone can't, how do they support Feed the Beasts?
3: All of our links um, are on our Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash helpfeedthebeasts, uh, and there's a link tree, which has our Amazon wish list. There's our PayPal, you know, all of the cash app, things like that. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: I love that you're doing this. I, I, I love that this is the thing that sparked passion in you. To like, You're doing good for the community. Yeah. So I, I love being able to come out here and talk about this event. Uh, I loved sitting in the car with you and I'd love to do this again. Let's find an excuse to do this again. Absolutely.
2: Let's yeah, more be more so beasts. Cool. Yes. You. Yeah, we're definitely going to be doing more fundraisers like this in the future and just in general. Because so. unfortunately, the, the stray population isn't going anywhere and right. they need the help.
0: All right. So again... In the back seat, it is Dan and Nikki. To my right, in the front seat, it is John, Jonathan Grimm. Feed the Beast, Sound Growler, Tinley Park, February 18th. Thank you, everybody. Oh, thank, thank you.
2: So this is so cool. Out. I
3: used to listen to you as a teenager on the radio, so this is, like, super <laughs> cool to be here. I'm
0: only like... 25, which is weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works out. Yeah. <laughs>